Previously on My Best Friend's Journal. Swear to God, we talk way too much about theme parks on the show. It's not often that I'm embarrassed to be seen on stage. Like I felt ashamed of what I had done and what I had put people through. Rehearsed White Nights, capital, that's a mess. <laughs> it's that moment where all the internalized homophobia that's kind of bred into you as a, a gay person, it really comes to the surface. I think we just like got into the middle of uh, your wettest dick years. Really shouldn't say him. <laughs> I almost said sexual prime, and I fucking hope not. Five years ago, he got a book to hold my private thoughts, and now we're gonna take a peek, grab a drink, or smoke some pot. Your private thoughts read aloud. How does that make you feel? I don't remember what I wrote. This shit might get too real. Nothing here is sacred. I'm haunted by my past. It's called my best friend's journal. Let's start this damn podcast. Let's sing this name a little longer first. It's someone's favorite podcast. Yes, and the world's greatest podcast. Oprah's favorite podcast. Hello. And welcome to my best friend's journal. <laughs> it sounds like we planned that. We didn't. <laughs> it's a podcast about... Literally nothing specific. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody was like, what's your podcast about? I was like, well, it's a, a journal. I, uh. Just point them to the website. There's a blurb there. <laughs> How are you? Just good. I'm still like buzzing from Disney World. Cam and I went to Disney. We went to Disneyland, actually. We oh. did not fly to Orlando. I call all of them Disney World, which is not correct. It's fine. Disney World's actually kind of a trash heap because you have to go to Florida. So ooh, we spend a lot of time disparaging Florida on you this podcast. You specifically do. <laughs> Welcome to my best friend's journal, a podcast about not Florida. <laughs> oh, it, Disneyland was such fun. It was one of the most fun days I've had in a really long time. I uh, had to, I got there late. And so when I met Cam to get the ticket, I was literally skipping and like clapping my hands <laughs> closely together. <laughs> it was a vision of a lone adult skipping towards the gates of Disneyland. I think I knocked over a couple kids on the way. <laughs> Move, I got Disney. <laughs> it really exceeded my expectations yeah. because you know how I feel about theme parks. Uh, we've talked already. I've spent, we have both spent an exorbitant amount of time mm -hmm. in them. Um, and I just think of them generally as a way to spend a lot of time pressed up against hot, sweaty strangers, which is not my favorite way to spend a day. No, oh, you can do it for free on the subway or for two seventy five. Ooh. Uh, but this day wasn't too crowded. We rode nostalgic rides. We drank some beer. It was just a beautiful day that I was not expecting. And I was oh, riding yeah. high for a long time afterwards. There's people who are like Disney-holics who are like really into it. And I am not one of those people at all. But it just has, has a way of, you know, making even the most curmudgeonly curmudgeon <laughs> smile. It just is great. You just like kind of forget everything else. I loved it. There were maybe four or five people that got married. And it was a Thursday. Oh, God. Did you not see all those people? They were dressed up in like bridegroom stuff having photo shoots all over the place i thought they were like engaged they like got married at the park oh i'm pretty sure they got married at the park i mean maybe not i just that's assumed foul that, it... that is a, that's a never <laughs> for me <laughs> yeah that's a not in this lifetime no sir no ma'am uh, also because well i'd have to trap a man first <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, a gay wedding at disney i'm so turned off right now it's so tacky it's awful uh, <laughs> no offense to all of you <laughs> listeners with those gay disney weddings <laughs> 
Also, one of the beautiful things about that day is that we had a, a free ticket hookup. So oh, God. What a difference does that make? It makes a huge difference when you're not thinking about spending all that theme park money all the damn day long. It was a, a feat to get me there anyway because I had work. <laughs> and so I guess it wasn't a feat at all. I was like, I'm not going to work. Bye. I texted Mike. I was like, I've got free tickets to Disney. You come in. He was like, yeah, let me just drop this shift first. <laughs> I'm not going to make money. Definitely going to spend a lot of it. Yeah, I'm working in a restaurant. And if there's one good thing about it, it's that I have... <laughs> I don't feel um, too passionately about <laughs> attending. About, your, about <laughs> the work that you're doing? Yeah, it's, it's, it's there to be flexible. Anyone else can do that, that shift. And I'm glad because you always, I'm always like, okay, am I going to remember this money or am I going to remember this experience? And the experience is always the answer. That's a really good perspective. For a couple of days after Disney, I was thinking like, Am I going to be one of those people that like buys a pass and goes to Disney a lot? Because that was so fun. And then oh I Googled God. it. The pass that doesn't have like any blackout dates or anything is like two dollars. Holy f***. That's like <laughs> Judge Judy's salary. <laughs> it's so expensive. I yeah, like, No, thank you. Once is, yeah. is plenty. Well, once isn't plenty, though. I think maybe I'll go like a couple times a year, you know, save up your pennies. and then. You know what? It was lovely. And Cam, if you buy a pass... Then I'll grab those guest tickets. <laughs> I'm not buying a pass, but I will go occasionally, I think, because uh, it was it was a great day. It's one of those places where, I mean, you said you skipped up to the front gate. You were, at one point, twirling <laughs> and doing pirouettes in the middle of a plaza. Like, you did not give a fuck, but it, I mean, you never give a fuck, but it's one of those places where you can really do that shit. Actually, one of my um, dear friends said that about me once, and it was like the, my most favorite compliment, uh, compliment I've ever heard, that I'm not afraid to... Um, Make a fool out of myself for the enjoyment of one person. <laughs> that like is a... the most perfect way to describe <laughs> you. You will go to great lengths to make someone giggle. I've got a pretty high threshold for embarrassment as long as it results in a laugh. <laughs> Hence this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but the threshold definitely goes down in certain situations. For instance, uh, the other day at work, um, I don't know how we got here, but my coworker bought me um, one of those... George Michael style cross earrings. Hold on. Why are your coworkers buying you jewelry? Like literally no idea. I don't know at all. It, Is he we, into you? No, he's straight. Maybe. I don't know. Mm, um, doesn't sound straight to me. Right? 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 Um, I'm very confused about it, but if you saw him, you'd be confused too. I don't know. Anyway, he was like joking that I look like George Michael because I had like the five o'clock shadow and like the wavy dark hair. Mike's got that kind of look about him. And uh, he was like, oh, you got to get the cross earring. And I was like, bitch, buy it for me and I will wear it. And he did. Um, so I put it on at work and I was like, you know, twirling, living my best life, having it hit my face. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can um, see it. Then I got this table of like bros in the back and immediately I felt super uncomfortable and had to like take it out. <laughs> Cause I just didn't, I don't know. It, it just, I was scared and uncomfortable and it's not a super liberal <laughs> location. Like it's a little more rural than where I live. We've had Trump hats in there. Oh, uh, no, no, no. No, 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 <laughs> just we end up in a endless loop purgatory um so i needless to say i feel uncomfortable sometimes there and i just i don't know i hate that feeling of like one little thing honestly nobody was even looking at it I don't, no one made a comment but like you just feel uncomfortable it's ingrained it's like you know what oh my god whoa 
I just got like a flash. Um, I remember being in the car with my dad and my brother and we see a yellow bug, what is it, Volkswagen um, drive by. And I remember my dad screaming, fags. (gasps) And how old were you? Uh, maybe like 13. That's a little off-brand for your liberal family, eh? Yeah, they're weird because we've... Just last episode, I think we said they voted Republican, but they really... He, uh, sorry, I shouldn't say liberal. Uh, like They are kind of, though. It's I, socially I accepting. They, yeah. Like, you coming out was no big deal. Yeah, not at all. I barely came out. They're like, uh-huh. And my, my dad has like a rainbow pride shirt and like... Uh, it uh-huh. was Ew. strange. And um, yeah, that I completely forgot that happened. But like those, those little moments add up to my fear later to wear a cross hearing you know what i mean yeah well we're gonna just keep hammering on internalized homophobia but uh Ooh, that, i'm just like having <laughs> realizations uh i'm gonna therapy sessions here that happened one time at my house too it was my sister who um i was sitting at the kitchen counter with my high school boyfriend they did not know he was my high school boyfriend they just thought he was my flamboyant best friend we were both like <laughs> in competing show choirs and just we that guy who sticks a stick our- in your butt <laughs> We spent all of our time together, and we were having sleepovers a lot. Uh, hello. Don't know how they didn't know. But we were sitting at the kitchen counter, I think, having a snack, and my sister walked in. I was probably 16, so she would have been 19. And she just looked at us, and she goes, oh, you guys are so queer, and just kept walking. <laughs> and we just, like, kind of looked at each other and giggled. But, <laughs> but, I mean, it wasn't in the day where queer was, uh, like, a no one had taken back queer yet. It was just, she was just saying. It's an insult. Yeah, faggy. Uh, and I mean, we were, we were probably just sitting there like giggling and like tight t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it. We both had a ton of got to be glued in our hair. Oh my we're God. We're wearing a lot oh, of hemp yeah. necklaces. I've got the image. Yeah. This is circa 2002, 2003. You oh. can see it. Oh yeah. Can we find a picture of that? I would love oh, to post one. I have got a picture on my phone of me at that, like my senior pictures. So many. Can we please post it? Bleached tips. <laughs> <laughs> Happy to post it. Uh, yeah, that that is that should be enjoyed by the world because it is a throwback. Uh, anyway, the whole point here is that despite all this deeply rooted internal homophobia, <laughs> Disneyland was a place where like you just don't feel it. People are wearing pride ears. I could have been like I'm skipping. It was, it was oh lovely. yeah, we were lovely. Yeah, just feeling our gay ass selves all day long. It was so fun. And um, I, I was feeling so gay that on the way home I listened to this really awesome new podcast called The Two Princes. Okay. Um, I think Gimlet produces it. It is amazing. It is about uh, two gay princes, but you don't really know till the end. Wait, is it like a scripted podcast? It is scripted. It's like okay. a children's story. It's a, it's a kid's podcast, okay. but it's about like two gay princes, and they it's a told as a child storybook. It's very like, it's not like our podcast, <laughs> um, <laughs> but it is. it was so sweet, and I loved it, and that's the kind of stuff we, you know, need kids to be hearing to just normalize sure, yeah. everything. It's It was awesome, and... Cherry on fucking top. Guess who played the amazing queen? I, oh, yeah, I'll give you a clue. Okay. She's a thief. <gasps> Christine Bransky. <laughs> I love that that's all it took. Oh, no. Poor, <laughs> I cannot, like, tarnish her name. She's a oh, wonderful lady. <laughs> uh, throwing it back to episode one. Oh, that's great. Uh, <laughs> oh, your favorite funeral partner. <laughs> oh, my God. That's a, that's a weird relationship. <laughs> uh, on that royal note, <laughs> should, we, should we get back? Okay, let's do it. No, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Where were we last time, Boo? Um, We were on the ship. We had just gotten there. Uh, I was, like, putting all the shows up. 
Um, it was my birthday. Oh God, what? I'm what? So, I'm so confused. Why? Because you crossed something out in your journal. Sometimes I wrote the wrong thing or like the wrong day. Uh, no. Okay. We're just going to get right into it. First of all, it's June 12th and you wrote at the top Anne Frank's birthday, 1929. <laughs> <laughs> so that's specific. Uh, I do think that you're in Amsterdam because of this very next line, Argentina got a hooker in Amsterdam and it's crossed out. <laughs> do you know what this is about? Um, he, I know had a thing for like bathhouses. Okay. And he went off by himself. We just talked about me being paranoid about sex and the safety of it. And uh, if we were having like constant sex, I was like worried about what he was doing. I guess I crossed it out because I probably assumed it happened. And then maybe later on, he was like, it did not. Okay. It's responsible me to go back in the journal. and <laughs> It is. I, just, I like the idea that you wrote it out of spite and then crossed it out in case he ever read it because you're roommates. That's what I like to think. I crossed it out, obviously, very legibly. You can you read it clearly. Yeah, there's like a one single there, line. There's a single line through it. It's like strike through <laughs> style. Um, he's still being cold to you. Cold. I love that I write it like that. You Such a drama queen. Here. Being so cold. It's still cold to me. I apologized. And then still cold to me later on in the same entry. Uh, we're done having sex, period. Doubt it. <laughs> that we're definitely not. I apologized for um, that accent. <laughs> <laughs> that is so rude. I, I owed him an apology, so I'm glad I did that. But Such a dick. Um, and Frank Museum and pizza. <laughs> Those are two. They go well together. <laughs> and Frank was things. known as a pizza lover. <laughs> It's getting weird. Um, <laughs> and I thought there was something kind of cool about uh, being in the Anne Frank house on her uh, birthday. Hmm. Uh, the Anne Frank house is amazing if you're ever in Amsterdam. It is amazing. I, I went in the middle of winter and there was no line, just like walked right in. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard that the, because it's tiny, tiny, I've heard the line can I've take forever. waited in it around the block before. Yeah. Um, I'm going back in like two weeks. And oh, fun. Peter has never been. And so I feel like we'll go to the Anne Frank house. And he's Dutch. He's V-Dutch, although he's not going to fit in that tiny little attic. He's so big. <laughs> he's so big. <laughs> he's um, six, seven. Well, he's got to make it work because it is, it is a special experience. Um, taking it out of World War II. Uh, <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> That's what this podcast is about. Okay, so the Nazis enter, right? And Stop it. Good voices run and morning voices opening. So you've opened another show. Cool. Um, okay, the next day, easy rehearsal. Oh, leg workout. Yeah, yes. get it. We've done back and shoulders and legs. By the time we get through this year, we're going to do a, a single full body workout. Um, <laughs> I don't think we will. Saw Beverly play violin. It says, this, so good. This woman was impressive. She was this like, comedian violinist, which you don't often see together. You had a margarita, parentheses $9. <laughs> Financial journal. That's how much. Yeah, what? that's what our beers cost in Disneyland. It's really not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing it back. Uh, oh, look at this. Just stuck right in the middle of this uh, entry like it matters not at all. Topped Argentina. Nice. Ooh, look at you getting your dick wet. Um, yeah, I wasn't usually topping with him. He was like a alpha. Uh-huh. <laughs> Hence him throwing you on the bed a few episodes ago. How was that? Do you remember? Um, before we get into that, was it not a page ago that I said we're not having sex again and then I just fucked him? Yeah, literally, these entries touch each other when this book is close. <laughs> <laughs> Facing pages. We're done having uh, sex. Except for when I... Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's honestly pretty funny. He nearly never did that position and it's very hard for him. It takes a very long time, but it was good. I'm familiar. 
<laughs> Go on. <laughs> yes, Cam? I don't know why I opened that door for you to ask questions about. Uh, ask questions? It is. It's it's tough for me. I like doing it. It's just, it's really tough for me. I think that... To bottom? Yeah. I think uh, being versatile is really important to have a well-rounded sex life, at least for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like just being one thing, but mm-hmm. uh, if I'm going to bottom, it is a lot of time and effort because it sure just is. doesn't come naturally to me. Uh, yeah. It's uh, I think it's a lot of time and effort for most. Like That's true, but I'm like, I like have like a migraine in my butthole for like a <laughs> day afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> Episode title. <laughs> Migraine in my butthole. God, I'm sorry, everyone. Do you have like a recent experience or? We're not going to go there. Okay. That's a yes to me. (laughs) Uh, Next day, June 14th, Copenhagen is beautiful. Moving right along. Copenhagen is beautiful. Went there on my honeymoon. Bragging. Saw a mermaid. She's so little, that little mermaid. So underwhelming. There's that like little mermaid statue that like. And you have to get the fuck out of the middle of town to go see it too. Yeah, not worth it. If you go to Copenhagen, skip it. Uh, well, don't skip it. I mean, see it. Um, you went out with Michaela and Christian in Copenhagen. I'm going to see that entry about six million more times. <laughs> the next day, it says June 15th, uh, IPM. Oh, in Port Manning. Everyone on the ship, regardless of your position, is, like, responsible for safety. It doesn't matter As what you do. As we discussed in the last episode. Yes, that is, like, the worst part of a cruise ship. So for these really small ships, even the singers have to stay on the ship when it's in port. So sometimes you're in Barcelona or, you know, Rome or whatever, and you have to not get off the ship, even though you're in port, to, like, protect it. It is the worst. Okay, so I, get, I thought you were saying... In Port Manning, and that like Port Manning was a place, oh. but this it's called in Port Manning. You're yeah, manning the you're ship. Manning the ship. Okay, thank yeah, you. It's awful, and uh, it it is the birth of our uh, FOMO ritual we did. So like me, Christian, and Michaela never had in Port Manning on the same day, so two of us could get off and like have fun, and someone was stuck on the ship sometimes. Oh no! Um, so we had a rule that you had to, um, if you went off and had fun without one of the three of us, you had to bring a gift back to. Oh, that's cute. Of like of the experience. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's adorable. Was invited to Prime C with Argentina and a couple other people, but Cruz is too busy. Is Prime C a restaurant or something? Yeah. Okay. Steakhouse. Ooh. <laughs> so off-brand for you now. Mm-hmm. I've been saying on and off-brand a lot. Tech run. Two training. Our room was used as a bad example. <laughs> uh, the singers have... Again, it, on the ship, it's, like, really unfair. Like, we had just the cushiest life, and, like, nearly everyone else has it pretty rough. Uh-huh. And um, our room was just gorgeous and huge, which is not uh, things you normally say about a cruise ship room. And it was not the case on your next two ships and either. it was not the case ever again on any other ship I did. So then we had trainings and, like, uh, blah, blah, blah. It's all about safety. They showed pictures. Some, like, somebody went in our room. That's awful that somebody can just go in your fucking room. Didn't they clean your room every day? I had a maid, yeah. It was mm-hmm. amazing. Um, so it wasn't a, it wasn't a, like, I'm so mad at your privilege. <laughs> it was your job. That's and great. it was short lived and it got, went way the fuck downhill. Um, I don't know. We had like a, snuck on a Keurig and like a, a water kettle and shit, all like fire hazards. And they, we had a huge training with the whole ship and they had pictures of our room up with all these bad things. We're like, here's what not to do. Oh my We're God. not going to say whose this is, but only like three of us had these beautiful rooms. So they knew exactly who the fuck it was. Did they take your Keurig away? Yeah. Oh, that sucks. It did suck. Better for the environment, though. Yeah, it is. Second time I've berated you for using a Keurig. I haven't on, used a Keurig in podcast. years, everyone, so don't worry. Uh, you trained with Ross. Uh, is he a trainer or something? Because last time you did leg day, I left his name He's out, like but a, you said you did leg day with Ross. He was Scottish. Scottish. 
هذا ثيك سكوتش اكسنت روس 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 You know I can't. Accent corner. Accent corner. He's. I should probably learn some accents before I try this <laughs> game again. He uh, was like this Scottish Viking. He is like short and stout, but in like a sexy way. He was mm. like thick. Mm. <laughs> He's a thick bitch. <laughs> he needs tempo. <laughs> uh, yeah, he was just like super jacked and really, really nice and was like, hey, you want to uh, train with me? And I was like, definitely. I need oh, help. Fuck. Yeah. So he taught me how I still... <laughs> use his workouts today. The things that he showed me are what I do to work out. I'm a little bit thirsty this morning, apparently, because the idea of a hot, stocky Scotsman working yeah. out and getting sweaty with me. Like full Viking yes. style. If you put one of those hats on Sir. with the horns, he'd be right out of a cartoon. Mm. Okay. June 16th, you opened a new show. You had two shows. Your install is over. Yay. Were Ooh. you able to relax finally now that you had installed all your shows? Yeah, that was like a stress. That means that everyone is gone. Nobody from the office is watching us anymore. We can just frolic in Europe. Great. Uh, you went to the crew bar. You slept late at 4 a.m. The carpet's flooded. Ship's going under. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it doesn't seem like a great thing to wake up to. Oh, yeah, that's awful. Uh, it was like the bathroom. There's, you know, all those little bathrooms in each room. And mm-hmm. gross. Okay. The low points of ship life. June 17th. Helsinki during the day. Ooh, new location. Coffee, then lunch. Big burger. Trained with Ross again. Blue Balloon Orchestra, PTS from them popping. Post-traumatic stress. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sorry, it says Blue Balloon Arch. I thought it said O-R-C-H period uh, orchestra. You blew a balloon arch and you have post-traumatic stress from them popping. Yeah, we used to make it in Argentina. I used to grab them and pop them in my ear. I hate loud noises and uh, it scares me. You make so many loud and sudden noises though. <laughs> I do. It's unfair, huh? I guess it's karma. <laughs> June 18th, White Knight forgot all the words to La Vida Loca. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really good at making up words to things, but um, obviously not good enough. Upside, inside out, schmicke la fica foca. (laughs) Okay, that reminds me of two quick stories um, about about making up words. Um, Two two important times in my life I have made up words to Italian songs, randomly enough. Uh, One of which was my audition for college. Uh, I have this thing when I get nervous, words go out of my head just completely. Uh, Not great with the whole lyrics game. Great skill for a singer. Uh, So I went in to my college audition and I was singing an Italian art song. doesn't matter which one. I went in there and I completely forget the Italian. Completely forget it. I got through the song by making up complete nonsense Italian words uh, (laughs) that sounded Italian. And I got in and I got a scholarship. So I'm pretty sure they were impressed. Either that or they were paying no attention. That's funny. I've done that as well with especially foreign language songs that can like usually make up sounds in the correct style of the language. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And you know what the end vowel is supposed to be Uh usually. So you just kind of make it up. The second time uh, was at the theme park we both worked at. Uh, (laughs) Rhymes with Schmish Martins. (laughs) I was in an Italian show. You know, we all had our assigned solos, but we had to understudy for things in case someone was out sick. And there was a guy that was great, and he had this song that was like patter Italian, like a lot of really Uh fast Italian. And he was never sick, and I was just not concerned with having to go on for the song. And Mm -hmm. our stage manager got this idea that he was going to make us all do understudy rehearsals. Like, it was fucking Broadway or something. It was not. It was very casual. And I was just... An arrogant 22 year old and I was like I'm not fucking learning that song 
And so I got to work one day and he was like, you're going in in the 4 p.m. show for understudy. And I was like, I don't fucking know the words to this song. <laughs> so I spent all day like trying to learn them. I think actually he was like, you're going in tomorrow. I was like, like, fuck I am. And then the next day <laughs> he, he was like, like, fuck I am. <laughs> I like that. He was like, you're going in the 4 p.m. show. So I'm cramming words and I get up there at the 4 p.m. show and even the little bit that I had memorized completely flew out of my head. I got up there on mic and I had to... Can uh, you do it for us the way you did it? Well, I, I don't really remember. It was like something like, you know, just, just, just kind of pattery uh-huh. like that. And, and I remember at one time I said, manja manja mozzarella. <laughs> I looked around in this Italian theme area and just started reading signs. I was like... Mozzarella, calabrese, tomato, basil, crust. <laughs> And it was just this long string of of all this. And it was like a Dean Martin song. It was very recognizable to anyone who ever listened to, you know, that kind of style. I can't remember what that style of music is called. me to the boon and <laughs> let me... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, I got off stage. My stage manager was so pissed off. And he was like, I'm writing you up the icing on the cake. He had no power. So he had to have his supervisor sign up, sign off on any write-ups. And his supervisor was like... He probably just got really nervous. Give him another chance. There's no reason to get so go be so oh hard on him. God. So he cried because he wanted to write me up so bad. Oh, I was... thought you were gonna say they gave you another chance and you did it again. <laughs> oh no, 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 they never gave me another chance. But I didn't get a write up, and my stage manager cried. He was a real dick. I didn't care. Okay, back to your life, June eighteenth. Uh, oh, after you forgot the words to "Live in La Vida Loca," you had great sex with Argentina. Mm. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Ugh, miss it. <laughs> Nothing more to say about it, I guess. <laughs> I said plenty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, next day, slept till 10. Crew drill. Slept again till 2. God. Jesus. Looking glass for a while, dancing with guests. Watched Walking Dead. Is that a club? A club? Yeah, it was, a, it was a club with like all the hottest 90-year-old geriatrics. <laughs> um, so fun. I got into Walking Dead on that, I but I can't watch it. It's like... Um, associated with nausea because it was one day I was like super seasick and like gonna vomit all day fully green and I watched Walking Dead for like 10 hours with Argentina and now just the thought of Walking Dead makes me nauseous. Oh, It's kind of like I don't know if I ever told this I was hungover once when Mary Poppins was on in the background and now when Mary Poppins on (laughs) I feel hungover again. Uh, June 20th outside Tallinn, Estonia today Mm -hmm. with some friends. You bought a dream journal from a guild sister Oh, yeah, they had, like, just lots of little local craftsmen, and I never wrote in it. It's empty still. <laughs> <laughs> Threw a rope on an honesty hook? It's just, like, a little... Uh, Estonia, the center of the town, looks like a theme park. Oh, it yeah. looks like you're in, like, in a little Talon? medieval... Yeah. Um, and on, like, one main street, people are dressed up in costumes and stuff, and they have little games, like, street fair style, so I think oh, that's okay. what I'm describing. I really want to go to Tallinn. Peter has been there once and like... Loved it. He found it very charming, I think. I went a lot in my recent contract, and it is adorable. Lots of, shockingly, there's like 10 really, really good vegan restaurants. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, June 21st, Port Morning in Stockholm. Damn, you're getting around Scandinavia. Is it Port Morning or Port Manning? Oh, Port Manning. <laughs> you are just hearing what you actually wrote, and I'm mis- misreading <laughs> all of your internal entries. Sorry. So I'm in Stockholm, but I can't get out. Okay. Oof, early on the European travel, I'm stuck on a fucking ship watching everyone frolic. It's very upsetting. <laughs> that is upsetting. On June 22nd, you went to Stockholm in the morning. You went to the Royal Palace. I've been there, Royal Opera. 
just bragging. Ooh, you went to an ice bar. Trash. <laughs> you have to go once. Do you? When you're little, it's fun. When you're little. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like going to bars as a baby. <laughs> Actually, I can't baby. wait to have kids so I can just bring them to the gay bar. <laughs> sit them right <laughs> Imagine a baby like sitting on the bar. <laughs> uh, I've bought. I, or I've been I bought a, a baby. Yeah, <laughs> I've been to a wine tasting with a baby before. It's kind of fun. Did the baby like the wine? The baby sat on my lap while I drank wine. Did you get a little on its head? <laughs> yeah, just picturing you like I can't waste dr- I can't, on the baby. I can't sample wine without dribbling out of my mouth. So yeah, definitely. <laughs> out in Stockholm, no one brought IDs, so we got in nowhere. Oh my god! Yeah, we like. Went on a forever long walk with like a, a way too big crowd. Everyone just started joining. And we finally made a decision after everyone was like, I don't know, I don't know. You know, that like annoying when nobody. Group think, yes. Yes. And uh, then we were like, I'm pretty sure I was like, let's just go in here. And nobody fucking had IDs and everybody looks 19. And then they kicked us out. And I was like, cool, fun fucking night. Uh, so got in nowhere, expensive tots. Stockholm. Oh, course. no, expensive taxi. Bust. Oh. Yeah, yikes. Yikes, not a great night. Uh, slept until 12 the next day, you bum. June 25th, St. Petersburg, you're in Russia. Oh, you skipped right over whatever, what happened um, today in the journal. On June 18th? Mm-hmm. That was when you had great sex with C. Oh. You were having great sex six years ago. Where is your life now? June 25th, St. Petersburg. Uh... Hermitage in the morning? Hermitage. Hermitage in the morning. Peacock Clock, Renoir, Van Gogh, Monet, Seurat, <laughs> Goldwyn. Just naming artists. <laughs> I'm so fancy. <laughs> I googled famous artists and filled in this journal. Renoir, ever heard of him? Me too. <laughs> was beautiful. Ballet at, ooh, oh, Mikhailovsky that- Theater. That was fucking amazing. Lorenzia. <laughs> oh, my God. You saw Russian ballet in Russia? That's gorgeous. Yeah. Can I explain to you um, two things? Yeah. Uh, so I saw that Russian ballet. We were, like, in a private box in the, at the... What theater was it? Mikhailovsky. Mikhailovsky, yeah. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Um, it was stunning. Like, so, so fucking amazing. I just, like, unreal. Um, so go back to St. Petersburg recently on a ship I did with Michaela again. She didn't go to that ballet, so she had FOMO, so she wanted to go to a ballet. So there was another, like, tour to a ballet. We got the low-budge version, just like our ship was the low-budge ship. We were at some, like, rinky-dink community theater that (laughs) technically was in Russia, so it was a Russian ballet, but, oh, my God, it was like someone's backyard play. It was so bad. We were laughing so hard. But also, like, that ballet I saw was free and amazing. This one was expensive and shit. And oh. it was like, we... Michaela's gonna get, like, a pit in her stomach just hearing the story. <laughs> and Was uh, she so excited to go see a Russian ballet? She's thrilled, and then it was so terrible, and she lost her favorite article of clothing there. <laughs> just oh, an, no. Not a good night for her. That's anyway, awful. this ballet was great. <laughs> great. Uh, the next day was... A cr- or, sorry, later that night, crew party under the stars on deck two. Abs and left hand so sore. June 26th. Activities all day. Watched voices. Denzel Ray. <laughs> and they look pretty good. There's the flourish. American Beauty with Christian and Michaela. Hand hurt too badly at the gym. Abs still hurt. What did you do to your hand? Um, 
I have a thing. I don't know what it is. I've been to doctors. They haven't like diagnosed it. I have weird joint issues. Oh, right. Um, it circulates through my body. Sometimes it's like a toe or a knee or a wrist or fingers or whatever. Different parts swell and like they'll get stiff or get stuck in a position. Like my wrist will get stuck and I have to snap it open or my knees when I'm sleeping. It's awful. But it, when it, um, if it's in my hand or my wrist, it like is so freaking debilitating and I like can't use it. Like traveling joint pain. Any rheumatologists out there, like let us know what you think it might be. No idea what it is. And it comes and goes. Like I've been really good for like a month, but then I'll have it. Yeah. Randomly. Sometimes you have like a claw hand. Mm-hmm. That's not a disparaging. I was just no, that's agreeing. what I call I've seen it, it happen. The claw. It's um <laughs> liar liar reference. Oh, I thought it was um Toy Story. The no. claw. Oh, I, uh, oh yeah, liar Jim Carrey liar, is the liar, claw thing to the yeah. kid. Mm-hmm. Uh t- June twenty seventh, underlined one month cruise anniversary. <laughs> We're celebrating clearly. Talon, Estonia again for an hour. You had a beer at the old city restaurant with the guitarist. Yummy roasted sweet almonds. Back early for bingo. Danzare! Hurt when Argentina said, I couldn't do some shows because there was lots of singing or dancing. Danzare went well. I think we were talking about like other opportunities with this company. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, I would like to do that. And he's like, oh, you can't. They have to like sing and dance. Oh, my God. <laughs> These people are so cunty. Or maybe I'm just terrible. Uh, I mean, if they're all saying it. <laughs> you are not terrible. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Be sweet to that guy. He's my friend. <laughs> June 28th, AJ wrote in Russ's question box, can Michael Wessel stop going to the gym? It's distracting. Smiley face. They read it on the show. Okay. Discover what? Um, they had a little like the cruise director we were talking about earlier, um, who's in charge of all the entertainment, had a little like show they'd broadcast throughout the ship on TVs and whatever. And they'd, it was a cute little like morning show, whatever. Uh-huh. And they'd read suggestions or, or comments from guests and somebody who I did not know, that's probably why it says AJ there, um, wrote my full name. I don't know how they even got that. You know, we were talking about like um, audience members from theme parks and cruise ships who were like stalkers. Uh-huh. And this was like one of them. <gasps> Someone and wanted your bones. Somebody was like, it actually is, uh, it could have gotten me in a lot of trouble because it's a strict, no fraternizing situation. And it sounds like I was. Someone was obviously watching me at the gym and made some comment. I could have gotten really screwed for that. You wow. get fired immediately. There's no fighting for yourself. If a guest says you did stuff, they just believe that. <sighs> it's bad. Anytime I'd go to like the steam room or something, if someone, if a guest comes in and it feels creepy, I have to leave right away because I'm like, uh-huh. if anything happens, I'm fired. Oh. So that's what that was. So, but So <laughs> like my boss read that, basically. Uh-huh. Sorry, I'm distracted thinking about how hard it would be if there was like a hot dude on the ship that wanted to like jerk you off in the steam room and you like had to leave. Tough life. <laughs> what if I want to get jerked off in the steam room? I don't know. I'm um, I'm I'm really not, distracted by it. You're honestly. Not the first to say that people every time I'm like, oh I'm selling people are like, why aren't you on cruise ships? Wasn't wasn't there just like D everywhere? And I'm uh-huh. like you A, no, they're all the D is 90 years old. And B... Uh, Stop I'd saying letters. <laughs> D, A, B. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, it was. it's like such a tease. It's like uh, you think there's all new people all the time. Certainly I'm going to have fun sexual experiences, but not unless they are in your crew. Okay. Oh, so you can have sex with the crew, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Well, but I mean, pe- you were with your... Your boyfriend, yeah, I almost said your roommate. You have to. And in fact, a lot of most people are cheating on their spouses at home. It's like sketchy. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, you're trapped on a boat with people. It's like why Navy guys go like gay for, I almost said gay for pay. What is the word? Like, I mean. Temporarily gay for t- just like 
to get it in. Yeah, that's what I hear. Anyone in the Navy, please let me know if that's true. Yeah, please correct that. <laughs> uh, discoveries for dinner. Good workout today. Good sex. I mean, there is a 180 from the beginning of this journal. I am going to the gym and having sex on the reg. That's like, true. I'm and we're normal... only six months in. You've really changed your life. Yeah, but don't worry. It plummets at points, too. Well, let this be a lesson to everyone. You can... People change. <laughs> people have sex. People start going to the gym. Uh, tour to Berlin. Tour, does that mean you're like on... Uh, yeah, like the a, open sea. No, like an, an organized tour, like I uh, went on a bus uh, instead of just getting off myself and playing. Gotcha. Saw the wall, the gate, Checkpoint Charlie, and Allied Museum. That's like the Berlin that. Wall, the Brandenburg Gate, Checkpoint Charlie, and the Allied. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Thank you for that. I ran through Berlin. It felt like a waste. Berlin's a super cool city, and I was a tourist for nine hours and like ran away. I need to go back for a week and like enjoy the subculture of it. I adore Berlin. I think it's wonderful, and I really, really want to go back. One of my best friends went there uh, when she was in Europe for something, and she was like, Berlin's terrible. I'm like, you did not see the good parts of the city. She's like, it's far too industrial. There's no cultural art. I'm like, you are just wrong. You're just wrong. Please open your mind and go back. I've technically been to Berlin, but like, does nine hours count? It's like a lot of my... People are like, you've been all over the world. I'm like, I I have technically, but a lot of them are like a day, you know? Yeah. It doesn't feel like true travel. Uh, I would like to really quickly just say to my vegan friend that on this day you had delicious lunch, sausage and sauerkraut, potatoes, <laughs> bread, gravy, roasted vegetables, schnitzel, fried egg, and lovely beer. You were just fully meat-eating back then. And then fully, like, German-style feast. Augusto, sweetheart, save some room for later. Oh, that sounds so good. My stomach's rumbling. June 30th. Spent most of the day white balloon hunting. God. That uh, sounds like rare game. <laughs> the elusive white balloon. What was that? <laughs> I wasted a day in Germany looking for white fucking balloons for some stupid fucking party on the ship. <laughs> they were like out of balloons. Someone was like, can you get some? I was like, I guess so. People was it a 99 looped balloons party? <laughs> 99 red balloons. <laughs> yeah, it's the wrong color. Um, got out in Kiel for the festival. What is Kiel? City in Germany. Okay. Yummy bratwurst. Yum. And bagel. Oh my God. Get in my belly. White nights and fireworks outside. Always dread white night. Is it because you always forget the words to live in La Vida Loca? <laughs> Probably. No, it was like close to four hours and you just have to like be present the whole time you're entertaining these guests and just like too much singing and it's loud and it's exhausting it's okay. harder than a normal show uh argentina was pissed off that someone sat on his bed who sat in his bed this guy r argentina hated this guy he kept thinking i was like fucking with this guy and was like weirdly jealous of him if we like hung out but it wasn't sexual Ew, how dare he how dare you be jealous yeah right dick bag totally didn't know which way to go. Play into it and be like, yeah, I am. Or be like, oh, never. Um, one time, this guy went to the gym and was so sweaty that he came in my room, sat on my bed, which first of all, don't don't go to the gym and sit in someone's bed. Like, that's pretty, pretty no. foul. Also, you are very picky. I once put a suitcase on your bed and I 
never seen you react faster or more vehemently. Tell me I'm wrong, listeners. Like your suitcase that you drag through like dirty fucking subway piss and shit. <laughs> suitcase was not covered in piss and shit. No, I want to like, make that it very is clear. rolling on stuff where yeah. people have stepped. It is pretty gross to put in the place where you're then laying your head for 12 hours. I, know. I didn't put it like wheels down. I just opened it uh, like I laid it on its back. There. There's a reason there's those little um, stands in hotel rooms. So you don't have to put it on the bed. That's true. You just have a very strong opinion about things on your bed. I get it though. Um, not all things. And also, if it's toward the foot of the bed, it's fine. Just nowhere near the head. Um, <laughs> anyway, he sits on my bed near the head. And um, when he got up, there was a huge butt stain um, that penetrated my comforter. Oh, no, 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 Top no, no. sheet, oh. bottom sheet, oh. and hit the mattress. No. How is he that wet from being in the gym? That is shocking. Your guess is as good as mine. <sighs> Whatever the case may be, I will give Argentina credit that he was right in thinking this man should not be sitting on his bed. You you can't go to someone's room like that. You oh, have yeah. to shower first. This, these were different times when he sat on his bed and my bed and whatever. But um, the point is I, I like fed his jealousy because after he sweat all over my bed, I like stripped all the sheets off and he knew that this guy had been in the room. And he was like, you guys fucked. I was <laughs> like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Jealous? Want to have hate <laughs> sex? Um, <laughs> Want to have hate sex? Ew. <laughs> <laughs> like when he stood up, I almost vomited when this, I saw that. And then yeah. I kept seeing it as I was peeling the layers back. Ooh, wait, hold on. How do you do laundry on a ship? Do you just like call your maid and have her come change your sheets? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you have such class anxiety right now. <laughs> um, on my first ship, on my second ship, they were like, sheets? Mm, here's some newspaper. <laughs> uh, July 1st, you went wine tasting in Lubeck. Lots of fun. Mm. Saw marzipan shop. Who the fuck cares? Why did you write that I don't down? know. You're reading it. Shit. <laughs> you wrote that in one of the Skip five it. lines of this journal. <laughs> Practice Spanish all day with my three ladies from Mexico, Texas. Hmm? Oh. Mexico, Texas? This literally says... Is it Mexico slash Texas? Nope. Mexico, right. Texas. There's like guests from... Um, Mexico, Texas, I guess. <laughs> famous city in Texas. And uh, I don't know. I, I know, you know, I told you my Spanish level. And so I assumed they were Spanish and I was trying to like speak with them. Last line of this day. I think Argentina is falling for me. And he said now that his ex is gone, maybe. <laughs> Ew. But I wonder, I know for a fact I never had any like romantic feelings for this man. I was never into him. And like, Were you nervous though that he might be falling for you? Maybe. I think that would be a huge turnoff for me in this situation. Mm-hmm. Um, that's gross. And, I, and Well, you already described him as the kind of person who you're like, please don't talk to me. Just suck it. <laughs> yes. July 2nd. Long performing day. Cashed in one of my pedicures. Great. You're angry at Argentina for his complete lack of understanding and consideration. Oh, God. He's taking up too much space in uh-huh. here. Well, I, mm, lots of guests I liked on this cruise. Um, shopping in Copenhagen. Chat with Argentina about his respect for me. I sound like a like a joy. Let's have a talk about your respect for me. What? Okay. In Who Wrote the Song, You Fell Three Times. <laughs> And then Argentina sat, sent bad vids to the office. Hope I'm safe. What the fuck is going on here? Um, so he was the dance captain. He's in charge of the shows. Okay. He'd send recordings of them to the main people in Miami so they could like keep tabs. They never watched those things. I know that in hindsight. Sure. I didn't know that then. Um, 
everyone fell all the time. It's a cruise ship, and especially the girls are in heels. Like people, people bit it. It happens. Okay, so let's talk about that really quick, though. So, I mean, the stage is moving. That's not something that people think about a lot. But I have heard about dancers really hurting themselves. Like you go up for a leap and you come down, oh, and the yeah. ship's not where it was when you left. Yeah, you fuck your knee up. Um, uh-huh. It was hyperbole. Everyone doesn't fall all the time. You get used to it. But like it happens. Um, uh-huh. But I remember this one. I like slipped on a feather. And uh, it was like like a foot from the audience. They were kind of like on our the way the stage worked out, like on our same um, plane. Uh-huh. And uh, I remember like sliding into a fall and doing like a, a blatant like shrug and a, a <laughs> wink and a gun. <laughs> <laughs> pew pew. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me let me cover this up real cool. <laughs> pew pew. <laughs> Back to your regularly scheduled program. <laughs> oh my god. What? It's not as bad as my worst fall ever. <laughs> oh, please tell that story. Oh, please. That makes me so happy. <laughs> I have told the story so many times, but never on the podcast. So here we go. Also, I told a story about that very same stage earlier. This is the same stage where I made up Italian lyrics. Okay. So I was doing this campy, campy theme park show. There's guys and girls who are all partnered up. Cam just put his legs up to prepare for this story. Um, Three of the guys are in like kind of prince outfits. It was like Renaissance, uh, Renaissance Italy. Yeah, is what it's the... supposed to be like a Venetian festival, but yep. they were all over the place with the costuming. Anyway, this guy over here, you can't see, but I'm pointing to myself, um, had a bird costume for lack of a <laughs> uh, better description. I had a giant feather headdress with like sequin stars in it, um, a, a gown, like a kind of hospital style gown <laughs> just was like open in the back doesn't matter because i had a giant cape covering it and the cape also functioned as a a wingspan that was longer than i am tall um so everyone else is like in these prince outfits and i'm in this like giant winged costume and <laughs> i winged you know what you give me wings it is your fault for what happens next <laughs> No truer words. I was living my best life, flapping around, going nuts. Uh, we walk down a set of stairs, cross the stage, and back up a set of stairs. I am flapping for the gods, and I <laughs> flap, flap, flap my way up the stairs, and somehow I tripped up the stairs, wrapped my body in the wings in the form of a straitjacket, <laughs> and... Um, was rolling around on stage. This is a packed show. There are hundreds of people watching this, and there's like 20 other people on stage. Everyone stopped what they were doing and pointed at me rolling on the ground um, like a little wounded bird. And there's only we're singing some Italian song. There's only one guy left singing, and it's like a four-part harmony, and we just got the bass going, Con te partido. <laughs> I stopped the show with my epic fail. How did they get you out of that situation? Um, I don't know because nobody nobody was willing to help. Everybody was enjoying it too much. Just people walking up the stairs behind me. They stopped what they were doing. We were on mic. Everyone is laughing on mic. It was a disaster, and I um uh, I have a knack for embarrassing myself. There's something really beautiful about the idea of watching that as you're eating your spaghetti because it was like an outdoor dinner theater. <laughs> it was it was like a highlight of my career. <laughs> Great. It really tickles me. Thank you for that. Um, so anyway, not the first time I've fallen with feathers involved. Uh, on July 4th, you wrote, happy 4th, dot, dot, dot. Who am I wishing that to? I don't know. I'm very patriotic. Lame workout at the gym. Argentina treating me like a boyfriend. Ew. 
Oh, yeah, he was, like, being, like, cuddly and flirty in public. I can't imagine I liked it. Does it say I liked it? <laughs> no, but, um, I, <laughs> sorry, next day, you were obviously not into him at this moment. Argentina didn't want me to go to the crew party so I could stay with him. I went, period. <laughs> <laughs> he has been canceled. Although I bet you still have sex with him. Um, I'm pretty sure what happened was I got it in my head that I was going to be uh, ballsy that night. And I was like, I'm going to go fuck this guy. There was this like really hot dude um, from the previous cast who was still on the ship. And this we sexually liberated Mike. Such a breath of right? fresh air. I what love happened? you're just like charging into crew parties looking for that D. Literally what happened? I, I wasn't even like talking to this guy. We weren't even flirty. I just like knew him from around. Was he hot? So hot. Huge. Like huge. Um, Wait, he was a huge man? All, all over. Like, Ooh. like six, five, broad shoulders, jacked and. Okay. Was he just a crew member? No, he was a dancer on the last cast. So they like stayed over to help us transition. Mm-hmm. And I went to the crew bar, found him, was like, hey. And we like started flirting. And before you know it, we ended um, up in a room, not either of our rooms. <laughs> a friend of his was like, use my room. Ew. I know, right? Can you imagine being like, please go fuck in my bed, friend? And we did. And <laughs> Actually, we like sort of half did. I was like, um, I will not be able to receive you. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry that you couldn't receive him. I received part of him, and then I was like, ah! (laughs) Migraine in your butthole. (laughs) Okay, well, on that note, we've made it straight back to buttholes, so I think it's time to go. (laughs) We need, like, a bell every time a butthole comes up as, like, the signal of the ending. Ding, ding, ding! (laughs) Butthole quota reached. (laughs) Um, Sometimes my British roommate says, bum crevice. (laughs) Seriously? (laughs) Only as a joke. (laughs) Okay. Uh, If people want to find us online, I don't know why they would, but where can they go, Mike? (laughs) Uh, You can find us on social media at MBFJ Podcast, or our email address is mybestfriendsjournal at gmail.com. Send us concerns, questions, whatever. Um, And also our website, mybestfriendsjournal.com. Please remember to rate us, uh, review us, help get us there on those charts, help other people find this beautiful, classy podcast. Quasi is the word, I'd yeah, say. Yeah, for sure. Until next time, always remember... Ugh, eat lunch before you podcast. I am fucking starving. Can we end this? Oh my God, is that your stomach rumbling? Yes. Let's go. Let's go.